Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is a ministry of Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. For more information about our church or services, please visit our website at mvbaptist.org. We sincerely hope you enjoy the message. Folks, uh, before I even get started, a lot of you uh, normally get a sheet and fill in the blanks and all that. I want to tell you where I am on, uh, on preaching the sermon that I'm about to preach. Uh, quite emotional just listening to that song and realizing where we are as a nation and how many people are crying out to God right now for a number of reasons. <laughs> um, might get a little emotional for a moment. I just, I just feel his presence and it's overwhelming. This past week, I prepared sermons like I normally do, and, and uh, my wife, Amy, she, she helps me get the notes and stuff together and all, and I got, got it like I wanted it, sent it to her, and she, uh, she sent them back and, and had them all ready, and, and I knew that this morning's sermon, I knew both the sermons were from the Lord. I didn't have a problem with that. I, I knew they were something I needed to speak to the church, and, and I realized that, and I was thankful for them. But about last night, about nine, I, I had been struggling for a few days about tonight's message, and I said... It's just not time for that one. It's, it's not that it was overwhelming or anything like that. It's just God didn't give me peace. And I said, well, what do you want me to preach? And, and the Lord gave me what I'm going to attempt to preach tonight. It's, uh, I want to warn those who watch online. A lot of times we'll get an email or two, you know, questioning something we may have said or how hard we were or something like that. And I always try to be very nice when I, when I send something back and and uh and it's truthful when I send it back and they're, they're they mean well they mean well so I want to make it very very clear that I understand uh grace because I am a miracle of grace many of us in this room all of us born again are miracle of grace so tonight when I preach this it's not meant to be anything but a message from the Lord I don't do it Although it will sound as though I'm nothing but angry, I don't do it because I expect anyone to like it. <laughs> I don't do it because I expect anyone to uh, be overjoyed because they may agree or they may disagree, whatever. So as we go into the Word of God, I want you to know this. I understand mercy. I understand grace. I understand all of that. In the nation today, we are facing some of the most awful demonic activity in the history of the world. We have young people cutting themselves, killing themselves, demonic activity possessed by demons, Baptist possessed by demons. We have this activity going around in our schools, we have it on the phones, we have witches, we have warlocks, we have demonic activity in our Congress, we have demonic activity in our politicians, we have it in our homes, we have it on our televisions, we have it on our phones, we have it everywhere, and we expect to win this battle by doing nothing. When I go to the following verses that we'll stand for in just a moment, I want you to understand that the people I'll be speaking to tonight will probably not hear this sermon. 
On average, for a Sunday morning service, we'll have between 700 and 900 views. For tonight's service, about four to 500. And it's unlikely that anybody I'll be speaking to tonight will hear it. Please know my heart. I'm just doing what I'm told to do. If you please stand for the reading of God's word. We'll be in Revelation. Revelation chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. Reads as follows. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal. And lo, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair. And the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell into the earth. Even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven de departed as a scroll when it rolled together. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men. And every bondman and every free man hid themselves hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come. And who, and who shall be able to stand? You may be seated. Friends, I've seen what's happening. I know what's happening in the world. You know what's happening in the world. So as I start tonight, I'm just going to start, and I'm not going to stop till it's done. I have some questions for Congress. I just have questions for the ungodly. I have some questions for those who dabble in the demonic, who dabble in the drugs and the demonic, who dabble in, in demonic activity. I have, some, I have some questions for Congress. I have some questions for the unbeliever. I have some questions for the so-called professing Christian that really doesn't believe but says they believe. I have questions for them. And so as I go through these, please hear my heart in all of this because I can tell you my biggest question tonight is where are you going to run? Where are you going to run, Congress? Where, where are you going to run? You've decided that you're going to legislate, and you're going to legislate and tell uh, boys that they can be girls and girls that they can be boys, and you, and you write that off and you, you sign it, so you say you're going to hide behind the Constitution, but when God comes from the clouds, when he comes from the clouds in Judgment Day, and you don't know him as Lord and Savior, where are you going to run at that point? All the runners, all the runners that are in high school and college and all of that, and they run and they're trying to find this finish line. But these words say this at judgment day, at these time that God comes down, when he decides, when he decides it's time, it's judgment time, these people are going to ride, go and run and run to the rocks. But where can you hide from the very one that can see exactly where you are going? Where will you run? I say to him, will you run behind your legislation? Will you, run, will you run behind? Listen, they're going to run right past. These people who are in Congress, they're going to run right past mercy. They're going to run past grace. They're going to run, run right past salvation. They're going to run right past it to their own power and their own lust. And I say to them, how long do you think you can run when he finally comes to this planet? How long do you think you can actually run? Have another question. What will you hide behind? What will you hide behind? Will you hide behind your good deeds? 
You say, oh, listen, oh, Ryan, listen, I, I, I don't know Jesus, but I, I know I could probably make it to heaven because I've done good things. And I've, I've, been, I, I've, I've helped the poor. I've helped the orphans. I've helped all these people. I've done this. I've done that. I, 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 went, to, I went overseas. I was, I was in the Peace Corps. I helped all of them. Are you going to hide behind those good deeds? Because, friends, if you do not know Jesus, at the moment he comes at judgment, you will too will be hiding in the rocks, and he'll see you right in between the rocks. Where will you hide? Where will you run? All those who mock God, where will you run in the end? When we see this, where will you, what will you hide behind? Will you hide behind your 401k? Will you hide behind your insurance policy? Will you hide behind you have prepared and you have prepared and you have prepared when Jesus finally comes and he says, this is it, I'm coming and there's nothing you can do at this point. You can't come to me now, you've had your opportunities what will you hide behind? Will you hide behind your stocks? Will you hide behind your bonds? Will you hide behind, listen to me, Bezos, will you hide behind $300 billion? Because we're talking about the God who made gold. Where will you hide in the end? It's all a game now. It's all a game now. Here's another question. What do you intend on seeing? What do you intend on seeing when God comes? When he says, oh, it's over. Your time, your time to come to me is over. What do you think you're going to see? You think you're going to see, oh, it's going to be beautiful when he comes back. No, the unbeliever who has sat and has mocked God for so long will see eyes of fire and will not understand why all of a sudden they are in such fear and terror and they're running to the rocks. And listen to what he said. Listen to what is being said here. They will beg the rocks to fall, just fall us and crush us and kill us. You say, Ryan, I'm so sick of what's going on in the world. Friend, even if they get away with it today, they won't get away with it forever. Even if they get away with it today, even if things go completely backwards in our nation, even if there is no America one day, I can promise you this, they'll see something they never wanted to see. It won't be something they've ever wanted to see, no movie they've ever wanted to see, any of those things. Now the question is this. Where's your mocking now? They aren't mocking him on the cross now. They aren't, they aren't laughing him to scorn every time Jesus would walk through a city and, and he would say, I'm about to heal this one, I'm about to do this. And there were times in the Bible where they said they laughed him to scorn. They just laughed. He said, listen, oh, listen, I'm, this little girl's not dead. She's just asleep. Oh, and they laughed him to scorn. They laughed. And then when he was on the cross, they said, look at this character who said he was God, who claimed he was equal with God. Then come down from the cross, spitting on him, tearing his hair, mocking him. Where's your mocking now? Across this nation, they're mocking him. Every television show with more than a million viewers, they're mocking him. They're laughing at him. What, what, what we believe about him, they're mocking him. They, they mock him by the lifestyles they live. They mock him by the lifestyles they promote. They mock him by this, and they mock him, but friends, it can't go on forever. Let me tell you what will happen in the end. God will mock them. God will mock them. Because there was a time when they had him and they were beating him and they were tearing him to pieces where they called him all sorts of names. They put purple robe on him. They put a crown of thorns. And they tore him to pieces and they beat him and they mocked him. And these people do this this very day when we talk about Christ, when we, if, if we even do talk about him. They mock him and they mock him. And these television shows that I watch and I see the clips from all the time about these guys who attack and attack. I have another question. 
Why in the world would you be crying? Why in the world, why in the world, you got your opportunity, you had your opportunity to repent while you were living, and now he's coming to judge you. Why is it you're crying, you're crying, you're weeping tears, wanting the rocks to fall on you. Oh, if I could just go back, won't you give me another chance? Won't you give me another shot? Won't you do this? And God says, you had your shot over and over again. I put you in leadership in this nation. I put you in leadership in churches. I put you in leadership here. I put you in leadership there, but you never believed on me. And now you want to mock me. You want to tear me pieces and you want to say these things about me you want to tear apart a free nation you want to tear apart nations around this world it is my turn now and I'm coming why is it you're weeping so hard right now you didn't care when a nation was weeping you didn't care when the people were trying to follow God and yet you legislated against it you don't care about that anymore why are you crying like that now why is it the crocodile tears that God won't even see at that moment He says, I won't even see them. It won't mean a thing to me anymore. Why are you crying like that? I got a question for them. Who's going to help you? Who's going to help? There are nurses in this room. There are EMTs in this room. There are are firemen in this room. There are doctors out here. Who's going to help you on the great day that God says enough is enough? Who's gonna, no one can help you, folks. You cry out, these people who are over here trained in medicine can't help you. These people who are coming over here who have all the apparatus they can hook up to you can't help you. Who are you going to call? You can't call your, your, stoke, your stockbroker. You can't call your surgeon. You can't call your specialist. You can't call them because God says there will be a day when the mocking is over. I ask him, who's gonna help you? Oh, the hospitals will help me. The nurse practitioners will help me. The physician assistants will help me. The, the, all the aides will help me. All those people will help me. No, friend, they can't. The police can't help you then. That'll be the one day that God can defund the police. Because he says, I'm coming. The law's coming. And I'm coming down to take care of all of this. Oh, friends, listen to me. I don't know if you're watching this on the other side of that. And you said, oh, this is a big joke. But let me tell you something, friend. There'll come a day when you can't joke anymore, where you can't laugh anymore. And Jesus says, come to me while there is still chance to come to me. Come to me and repent while there is still a chance to come to me and repent. I have another question. How will you buy? How will you sell? How will you eat? The very one that brings the plants up out of the ground will cease from allowing that to happen. The very one, the very one that, ha- that allows food to be placed in the stores, there'll be no more of that. You'll be starving. Your children will be starving. Your grandchildren will be starving. All of you will be sitting starving. And you sit there and you say, oh, listen, if I can just have this power now, if I can just put my power over the people of America, if I can just, if I can just legislate here and do this here, if I can just have this, oh, the people that have power now, they think they have the power. God says, I'll take it all away from you in one moment. How are you going to eat? How are you going to by who's cursing God now 
Everybody with language, even Christians out there with filthy language. And then he says, you take my name in vain. Not just a simple place of saying, hey, I'll pray for you and not praying for him. That's taking his name in vain too. But I'm talking about just cursing and saying his name. And there'll be a day where they can't even get those words out. And what does it say? There'll be a day that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Oh, I mean it, Trump. I mean it, Biden. Every single knee, as powerful as you were, will be on their knees. And they'll have their hands to a Lord and saying, Jesus is Lord. They'll say it just like everybody else. I say, how can this be happening? Friends, I can tell you, there'll be a day this is happening. Mock it and laugh all you want. But friends, today is the day of your salvation. You had best repent. You had best repent and come to Jesus while you have a chance. Where are you hiding, pedophiles? We're a nation that celebrates sex. We're in a nation that celebrates the body. We're in a nation that we, we put out more pornography than any nation in the world. We put out more child pornography than any nation in the world. And we think God's going to settle in and just let us do that. We got pedophiles. We got pedophiles who are on national television who, who, who are into sex trafficking. And they say, oh, well, Prince so-and-so and President so-and-so and these people are involved. And all of a sudden you hear nothing about it anymore. They're covering it up. Where are you going to hide? You can hide behind the legislators now. You can hide behind those people of power now. Where will you hide on that day? Where will you, where will you hide when, when, when God takes you and wraps the proverbial millstone around your neck and says these, these children you have destroyed from the inside out? Don't think, listen, of course he's merciful. Of course he's grateful, uh, graceful. But here's the thing. He is full of that grace and he is full of that mercy. But there'll be a day when he will take great pleasure in cleaning it all up. In cleaning it all up, there will be a day of that. There will be a day of reckoning. And these pedophiles who sit up there and get away with it time and again, how can we call ourselves a Christian nation and put out that filth? There'll be a day you'll pay the price. Repent while you have a chance. Repent while you have an opportunity. He will show you grace and mercy at this time. Where are you hiding, pedophiles? Where are you? All you who participate, all you who are in the middle of all this, your access to high places, and you think, oh, I know the president. I know the king. I know all these. I know the prince. I got these people. I've got them just where I want them. And then we say to ourselves, here, here, listen to me, Christian. Don't think we're off the hook. Christians who are silent. We're born again, we'll go to heaven. That's a wonderful thing. Except there'll be a moment when he'll stare right at Ryan and he'll say, Why didn't you? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you stand up for this? Why didn't you wait in the middle of it? Ryan, I love you and I saved your soul. You got to come. But you never once said anything or stood up for it or any of those things. And we said we come in our comfortable pews and we enjoy ourselves while the entire nation falls apart. Where will you hide? Baby killers. Where are you going to hide? Do you think your forceps will protect you? Do you think your scalpel will protect you? 
Do you think do you think for one moment that you dismembering a baby inside the womb of a precious mother that you dismembering a baby that you'll have somewhere you can hide? Do you have somewhere Listen, this moment alone and the moments you're living are your only chance to repent and come to Christ. Because there'll be a day you no longer have that chance. There's no place to hide from the living God. Where will you hide? You, you say, oh, listen, I got the hospitals and I've made the money and I've done all this and I've got the nice cars and I can run to my home and I've got three work, weeks worth of food at my house. Oh, friends, it's going to dry up. You'll have nothing. You'll have nothing. And every time you dismember that child and put that child in the back of your wallet and said, man, I think I'll spend little Susie today. I think I'll spend little Dan today. I think I'll spend little Johnny today. Oh, every time you get in that car, it's made of baby parts, folks. And every time you get it, every Every time you get a check from that hospital, oh, the filth involved. Where are you going to hide? Where are you going to hide? Counselors and teachers who promote awful lifestyles to our children. Oh, there are some good ones. There's some wonderful ones. But you know who you are. You know you're the ones who say, it's okay if mom and dad say you ought not do that. You can do that. It's okay if that's a lifestyle your parents don't like. In fact, what we ought to do is just take you away from your parents. It's awful that they would say you ought not do that. We're going to allow you to do that. In fact, why don't I call defects and see that you get taken away real soon and you can do whatever you want to do. And we say to ourselves, we say to ourselves, oh, listen, uh, oh, listen, they're so, they're so intellectual. They're so progressive. They're so far ahead of us. No, friends, there's going to be a day where they're going to have nowhere to hide. There's going to be a day where they've ran around. They've said, listen, get out the counseling books, figure it out. Let's see if we can sit down and negotiate with God. There'll be no negotiating with God at that point. The negotiations are today. The negotiations are today. Today's your opportunity to come before God and say, God, I am so sorry for what I have done. As I say today, for those times I have not stood up, have not, have not stood up against these things, for those times I have been guilty, God, I am sorry and I repent. This is the day I can do that. What about all the music? What about weak need preachers? What about the preachers who stopped preaching the word? What about the ones who said, you know what? I'd rather build an audience than preach the hard stuff. I'd rather grow to 100,000 than preach the hard stuff. That little group over there said, I can't preach on that. That little group over there said, I can't preach on that. What are we going to do? What's God Where are you going to hide weak-kneed preachers? Because listen, you say, well, I'm born again. Yes, but you will be held accountable for the way you preach the gospel. Oh, and it says if you're a preacher or you're a teacher, you'll be held at a higher standard before God. God will say, how could you dare not speak against the things that are destroying your people and destroying those children and destroying those adults? How could you not say, what are we doing, Christians, with the things we have on our phones? How can it be possible that Christians have apps to hook up with other people? 
How can it be true that Christians can have, have, have pornography on their phones? How can it be that the very, the very Christian people who, are, who may say amen have the things on their phones that they do? And we say to ourselves, oh God, why has this happened to our nation? Certainly an optimist. But I'm a realist too. And I don't see a way out except revival. I don't see a way out. You say, oh, listen, just wait, just wait. And listen, I love the people. Listen, I love the people. I used to be like this. I used to, I, and I still follow politics like you would not believe. I do. But listen to me carefully, folks. I keep following this one and this one and this one and this one. And they keep telling me, oh, listen, on this date and on this date and on this date, man, it's all going to be good. Let me tell you, it's not going to be good until Jesus comes back. I can promise you that. It's not going to be good until he comes back. And I need to tell as many people as I can tell, hey, listen, if the house is on fire, run around and tell everybody. Instead of letting them burn up in the midst of it, run around and tell them something's wrong. We need preachers. They won't tell them life is hard. They tell them it's a whole blessing and it's all great. It's all, listen, all you got to do is this and this and it's all good. And look, God wants to bless. That's fine, folks. But I'm telling you, this world needs strong, strong-backed Christians who stand up. Men and women who say this is wrong. And when they say you're nothing but a hater and they take you off of Facebook and Twitter, hey, you just got more time to spend with God. That we'll stand up and believe for these things. Who will help the legislators. Let me speak to them specifically. See, I'm okay right now. I'm not on the steps of the Capitol. I'm preaching to the choir. So it's okay for me right now. I don't know if it will be tomorrow. But I can tell you this. Legislators, you put a wall around D.C. You don't want us to have a wall around our nation to protect us. But you put a wall around D.C. And you think that wall can keep God out. Oh, it can keep Ryan out. It can keep me out. It can keep most of America out. But it can't keep God out. You see, you can keep doing that. You can keep saying, hey, we're going to do less and less of God. We're not going to pray. And when we pray, we're praying all kinds of craziness. And we're praying things. And the legislators will just say, hey, listen, that's cool with us. That's good with us on both sides of the aisle. Let's just get through this. We're still working for you. We're still working for you. Who is going to pass laws to keep you safe from God? Who is going to pass laws to keep you safe from God Almighty at that tipping point when he says enough is enough, walls around them, and all of the things that you are doing, the legislation that you're putting into, into place, who could, can you stand before God and say, you know what we've allowed? Oh, we've allowed, we've allowed young men who think they're women to compete in women's sports and to beat them in sports because they can say they are whatever they are. And God says, no, I have created them to be one thing or the other. I have created Man or woman, I have created it. How can you, legislature, what will you do in the end of all this? What will you do in explaining yourself to God? Who will pass laws to help you? Where are those smart mouths? TV show and joke after joke on these TV shows. Are you the greatest now? God's coming out of the sky. Are you talking trash now as he's coming out of the sky to change all of this? Are you reaching up to him and you're saying, hey, listen here, I'll do whatever I want to do. No, you're frightened and you're in the rocks and you're scared and you have nowhere to go. 
Sometimes I worry about the direction we're going, but I know how this book ends. I know how this book ends, and by saying that, I know this. I take no pleasure in this. I'm preaching because I've been told to. When I look at this and it says, it says Wait, where are yours? I, I write this down. And I'm telling you, I feel it from the Lord when he says, where are your smart mouths? Where are your, where are your sick jokes? Where, where are they in repentance and all this? Who can you argue with now, atheist? As the atheists come to college after college, you, Google, Google, won't, Google won't be able to search for a safe place to hide. See, guess what? Twitter can't get God off of Twitter. Because at that day, what he's going to do is he's going to take them offline. He's going to say, no, 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 there won't be anybody else speaking but me. I'm God. There won't be anybody else online but me. There won't be anybody else with a social media account but God. And he'll be saying to the world, it's time. It's time for my children to be with me. And it's time for Satan's children to be in the lake of fire. It's time. And so as we see this, no, there's no pleasure in that. T today is the day of your salvation. Repent and change. Who can you argue with now? Dawkins and Freud and Darwin. Bill Maher, all these people who just hate God and say it so publicly. Who can you argue with now, not with God? Where are, your, where are the godless communists? They'll take over, there'll be a, there's a new section, of, you know, there's a part in this where there's a new world order of such. And they'll think they got it under control. And they'll think everything's going just like they wanted it. And then there'll be that pivotal moment where it won't be going like they want it. And they'll wonder what's happening. Let me tell you all around the world, when I, look at, when I look at dictator after dictator after dictator and what they have done to destroy people and kill people, and I've seen, the, you see the, the Chinese and how many they kill. In China, they harvest organs from political prisoners. In China, they, they, you know what they did? They went into a, a particular race in China. There's 1.3 billion people in China. And they go into a particular race there, and they take all of their women and they sterilized every one of them. And they said they were liberating them. They were liberating these women. They were liberating them because they hated that race, but they, were, they said, oh, no, 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 we're liberating them so they don't have to be chained to a baby. And see, these Chinese, as they, as they murder Christians and as, they, as they, they, they just, they have their own state churches that if you say the wrong thing, they come in and destroy them, they burn them down. And so you still have to get into houses like we talked about this morning. Let me tell you something, these dictators, and oh, listen, there was that great, that great experiment that China had where they killed over 45, they starved to death over 45 million people. Oh, and that's the, that is the darling child of America, China. They own the NBA, they own sports franchises, they own politicians, they own them all. And look here, communism moving in our country. Let me tell you, communism hates God. And I wonder where they'll all be when he finally comes. 
I wonder what all of these leaders will be. And I can just imagine, I can just imagine thousands of the, the most horrible tyrants in the entire world. Thousands of the most horrible tyrants in the entire world. And all of a sudden they're standing there. They're like, where are we even? And they begin to tremble a little bit because they can feel some presence. And they all sit there. And where, where, whether it's a Chinese dictator or an American one or whatever it may be, every one of them having to bow their knee. And all of a sudden Jesus stands before them and they have to answer for every single thing they've done. And before you think they're awful for having killed hundreds of millions of people, remember that America has killed over 50 million children. Don't think that we're something special. In the middle of all this, we see this. We're, we're the godless communists. Where are you going to run? You're torturing Christians. What are you going to do? Oh, listen, Hollywood, you won't act your way out of this one. Standing before, standing before the television, having no other credential whatsoever than the fact that you pretend to be somebody else and telling us where we ought to stand on our issues. Sending millions of dollars into campaigns, into godless campaigns to destroy our nation. And you say, oh yeah, we, we've got this, we understand this. And your drug-filled lives, and your alcohol-filled lives, and your, and your worthless lives as they're falling apart. You say to yourself, oh listen, we have, we, we've the one, we've freed this nation, we've gotten these people. And the thing is, when God comes, you can't act your way out of this. You can't say, oh, I believed in you all along. You're, listen, you can't hide behind your, your, your little star, your, your little Hollywood star. You can't hide behind your Grammy. You can't hide behind your, your, uh, your, your Academy Award. You can't hide behind these things. You say, oh, listen, but I got an Academy Award. Oh, listen. And he's going to say, oh, listen, but I died on a cross. And I carry that cross around me for everybody to see. And all the judgment comes to Hollywood. Folks, I don't take pleasure in this. Hollywood, Repent. The day of salvation is today. Talk show host, media. The media pumps lies to us. The media continues to pump lies. We have states where we have states where you can do you can go to a bar. You can go to a strip club, but you can't go to a church. You can, you can go to these places. You, all the, the media says, oh, listen, this is what's happening here, and this is what's happening here. Media, guess what? I bet you God will give you, I'm just saying this, but I, I bet that God's going to give you just enough time on, on television to say there's something happening in the skies, and we don't know what it is. There's something happening in the skies, and we don't know what it is. It's probably global warming. It's probably some environmental thing that's happening. It's probably something like that. And here's the thing. Let us just show you. Let's go live to the skies. And all of a sudden, everything, TV, Media, computers, technology, gasoline, everything goes blank. There's nothing. There's nothing available to you. And you say, I wonder what's happening. And they walk outside, Hollywood. They walk outside, media. And all of a sudden, boom, it is over. Past murderers. Mao Zedong. Hitler. The U.S. legislator. Tyrants. Executive orders that command a nation to pay for foreign abortions. Executive orders that tell us that we will do the ungodly and believe the ungodly 
What about make-believe Christians? There will be a ton who have said a prayer who will go to hell. They said, oh, listen, I said that prayer. There's that team, that, that group of kids that were all together, and they were at camp, and somebody gave a gospel message. Praise God, they gave it. And some of those kids got saved. Praise God, they got really saved. But then there was 10 or 12 that said, hey, my buddy's here raising his hand. I, I said the prayer too. I, I, I'm saved. I'm saved. But guess what? They started coming to church for a little while, and then they didn't come for a little while. Then they stopped coming all together. And guess what? They never stood up for right. They never stood up for good. There was no fruit to show that they were born again. There was nothing to, there was nothing to show of it. And you say, oh, listen, Uncle Bobby said God's name one time. Folks, that's not being born again. It's awful. I take no joy in it, but friends, Christians who will do nothing about what's happening. Oh, oh I can't tell you how many times I have heard and I've preached this, and I'm, I'm almost done, folks. I'm almost done. How many times I've heard this? If they try to get my guns, Let's see. They've taken every other liberty. And you think they won't take your guns. You say, well, they won't do it by fighting. And I tell Sunday school this all the time, and I've probably told you this too. They're not going to have to fight you for your guns. When they control how food is handled and how it's distributed... You'll need to feed your grandbabies. They'll say, sure, you can have food. Just bring us your guns. You say, oh, no, no, I'm not going to bring you my guns. I'm just going to plant me a garden. No, 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 they'll stop that. It won't be long before it's illegal for you to have a garden. It won't be long before it's illegal for you to take care of yourself at all. It won't be long before you won't be able to work for that living you want to work for because they're going to be handling all of that. Listen, listen, when we, get, when we get to this, folks, when we get to this, you say, oh, listen, where are the make-believe Christians? Make-believe Christians, what are you going to do? You're going to say this? What did he say in Scripture? He said, you're going to say, hey, I knew your name. I, I, I said your name. I said the prayer. I said the prayer. Oh, listen, I said your name. I, I, I knew the songs. What was that song again? The B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. Oh, I know that song, and I know this, and I know that. And God will look at him and say, depart from me. I never once knew you. There has to be fruit in that life. There has to be fruit in that life. There has to be. That's not for me to judge you. It's a simply between you and God in that relationship. Is Are you producing fruit? And if that fruit is good. All of these things happening around our nations and Christians are silent. If you think we won't answer one day for that, you are wrong. If you think Ryan won't answer for that one day, you are wrong. When he says... Why do you ask me how this could happen when it is you who let it happen? God took back and said, y'all do it your way. Trump, on his, when he, on his inauguration day, Trump played that song, I did it my way. But when he left to, get a, to leave for his last day of office, he played the same song. I did it my way. There are going to be an awful lot of people burning in hell. And the theme song is going to be, 
I did it my way. When I, look at, when I look at this, I say to myself, God, why would, why would I preach this? He says, I need you to preach it because I want you to tell the people that yes, they can come to me now. They can repent now. They can pray now. They can, they can bring their nation before me now. But there will be a day. There will be a day there will be no more mocking, no more crying out, no more, no more jokes, none of this. You won't be plucking my beard. You won't be nailing me to a cross. You won't be doing any of those things. Please tell the people. Please tell them that there will be a day of reckoning. And if they're going to be saved today is the day of your salvation friends here's my question where do you stand for the most part I would say that a Sunday night crowd is made up of mostly born again Christians but what are you doing about the things that I've just discussed so Ryan it's so bad who are you telling us bad? Yeah, but the moment I do, they crush me. They, they ridicule me. They laugh at me. <laughs> That's what they did to Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Friends, have you been what God needs you to be? I know I need to work on what I need to be. Friends, tonight you have an opportunity to go before God and say, God, forgive me for not standing up. Forgive me for not standing against these things. Help me to be a light in the darkness. Not just curse the darkness, but help me to be a light in the darkness. Oh, God, help me. Oh, God, help me. Help this country. Help our nation. Help these children. Yes, free us from the demonic activity. Help us, God, and get us through, Lord. Lord Jesus, we love you and we repent before you today. Oh, Lord God, we give you everything. We give you everything, Lord, and we just ask you tonight, Heavenly Father, to help us to be the church and the Christians we're supposed to be. Not angry all the time, God, but just giving the message of God, giving the message of hope because there'll be a day, there'll be a day we can no longer come to you. There'll be a day we can no longer repent. Help us, Jesus, to stand with you and to stand with godliness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. As we stand, as we stand, I ask you, what do you need to pray about? Can you bring it to God? Will you stand there and you can. can you, will you bring it to God at the altar and pour out and cry out to God? Will you stand there and raise your hands and just, God, help me. Help me to be the Christian I'm supposed to be. Folks, you know what I realize? I realize what I just did can come across as a rant. I'll go home tonight and I'll be more beat up than I've ever been. I promise you that. I'll go home and for two hours I won't be able to sleep. Because the devil tell me you're an idiot. He does it to Rex all the time. Rex get up here and preach the word and he goes back to me and nobody, nobody even cares. I'll promise you this. I can't promise you much, but I promise you this. I'm always, I'm always going to go before God. I'm always going to stand before Him and say, God, what do you want me to say? And if you run me out of town, that's okay. If you stand beside me, that's okay too. Some people ran away from Jesus. Some people stood with Him. I'm not saying I'm Jesus. Forever the same. Guys, take a stand. Take a stand in this world. But what's right?
be a light in a dark world. Darkness can't emit anything. The only way it gets darker is when the lights go out. What a wonderful and inspiring word we've just heard. It is our prayer that our Lord has richly blessed you through this message. Please join us next time for another message from our pastor. Until then, may you find hope and peace through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior.